So how do you answer the hard questions about believing in God? Like, what if I don't know or you don't know how to answer an objection about our faith in Jesus? This is a top fear people face when seeking to introduce a friend or loved one to Jesus. And sadly, it will stop many Christ followers in their tracks while sharing their faith this year. But it doesn't have to be this way. First, we should get one thing settled. If you are actively sharing your faith, you will eventually be stumped by an objection about the Bible, Jesus, or Christian beliefs, okay? Unless, of course, you have an immediate answer to every potential question someone may ask about our infinite, all-knowing God. If that is the case, then I need to be reading your blog. However, if you're more like the rest of us, the question really isn't, what if I get stumped? Instead, the question is, when I get stumped, how should I respond? And here are three things to do and one very important thing to remember. When you run into an objection that quickens your pulse and makes you want to exit stage left, ask a clarifying question. Many Christians falsely believe that when an objection is raised while sharing their faith, the clock starts ticking and they must provide an answer immediately. If that's your understanding as well, yeah, well, I want you to read this, listen to what I'm going to say next very carefully. When someone makes an objection, you are not on the hook to answer it. They are on the hook to explain more. You can invite them to do so with a clarifying question like, for example, what do you mean by that? An example will be helpful here. Like, for example, uh, I appreciate your beliefs, but I really don't see any good reason to believe in God. Well, thank you for being honest. However, may I ask what you mean when you say God? Well, I just don't think there's an old bearded guy up there watching our every move. Actually, I don't believe in old bearded guy either can i share what the bible says about god now politely you know you're asked what do you mean you know you asked the what do you mean question and that did a couple of things here it took all the pressure off and allowed the other person to see that he or she was mistaken about who god is according to the bible now another scenario could be the bible is full of errors instead of replying no it's not just ask a question like which specific errors are you talking about suddenly the pressure is off of you to prove them wrong and the spotlight is on them to give specific examples which almost never happens by the way so remember if they make an objection they need to do the work and explain more always acknowledge the objection and advance the conversation and consider this brief exchange like for example i just don't think there is any evidence that christianity is true and you answer i definitely want to hear your thoughts about that okay can I briefly share what I believe about Jesus? And now in this short conversation, okay, you, you know, the person isn't interested in proving the other person wrong and he or she isn't avoiding the objection. In fact, he or she makes it clear he or she wants to hear the other person's thoughts. Now, they, they're only seeking permission to push the objection to the end so they can share about the faith in Christ. And this can be very effective because in many cases, someone like, these kinds of people have been bringing up this objection for years and have heard thousands of reasons why Christianity makes sense and continues to ignore them, but they never heard the gospel of Christ. So 
you know, you may be thinking, what happens when they bring up the objection again and I don't know how to respond? Well, that leads us right next to uh, right into the next suggestion. Use your five word ace card. Let me think about that. Okay. If you ever feel pinned down by an objection, these five words will get you off the hook hundred percent of the time. And let me think about that. Those are it here are for reasons. This phrase is so powerful. Number one, it lets the other person know you appreciate their objection and want the time it deserves. So think about it. Number two, it removes all pressure to provide an immediate answer. Number three, it allows you the opportunity to set up a future time to talk. And number four, it gives you the chance to meet with a pastor mentor about the topic at hand so you can come prepared to the future discussion. Now you can simply say, I've never heard that before. Let me think about that and let's plan to meet up again to chat about it. It's that easy. And you know, one critical thing to remember guys is that now that you know some help for ways to address objections while sharing your faith, there is one last thing to remember, and it's vitally, vitally important. Our job is to honor God while sharing our faith, not win arguments. I'm going to repeat that. Our job is to honor God while sharing our faith, not to win arguments. Too often people read articles like, you know with the goal to not look foolish or to get the best of someone. If your honest intention is to win arguments instead of souls, then your intention has more to do with glorifying your intellect than glorifying God. Sit with that for a moment before you depart to put these into action. Then ask God to make these a part of your efforts to honor him as he opens opportunities for you to share the wondrous message of the cross. God bless.